It's a beautiful day and a fine time for healing. Podcast host Randy Fine, a narcissistic abuse expert and the author of the groundbreaking book, Close Encounters of the Worst Kind, and the captivating memoir, Cliff Edge Road, invites you into her sanctuary, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. And now, here's Randy. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Fine Time for Healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine. Did you know that there are 12 vibrational trails of energy that have been uplifting and inspiring humanity from ancient times? These streams of consciousness from the fundamental structures of our society, culture, and tribal instincts. They are clear, vibrational, spiritual trails of energy that were created for humanity by great beings to bring you continual direct access to the divine. Each of the 12 streams of consciousness has its own unique focus, energies, teachings, and attunements. Their vibrational acceleration opens your personal connection with the divine. Today's guest is award-winning psychic consultant Lomari. In her book, The The Streams of Consciousness, and actually it's, yeah, Streams of Consciousness, she talks about the 12 vibrational traits of energy that have been uplifting and inspiring humanity from ancient times. These streams of consciousness form the fundamental structures of our society, culture, and tribal instincts. This is a quote by Lamari. They are clear vibrational spiritual trails of energy that were created for humanity by great beings to bring you continual direct access to the divine. Lamari is an internationally acclaimed intuitive life coach, transformational healer, visionary energy master master and author who has shown thousands of people how to celebrate their soul purpose connect to their highest destiny, generate personal success, and live inspired. Her guidance and perspective is all about joy, fulfillment, and inspiration on a beautiful soul level so that her clients and readers can live their dreams and live inspired. So I know you're really excited to meet her, and we're going to get started. Good morning, Lamari. Welcome. Good morning, Randy. Thank you, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's so wonderful to have you here. Uh, Okay, so this is a very different topic than anything I've ever covered. Um, Mm. What are the streams of consciousness? What exactly are you referring to? And this book is all about it. So why don't you tell us? Yes, so um, imagine for a moment and I'm using it so that you can visualize, right? Imagine for the moment that the, a beautiful sun has 12 sunbeams, and they're hitting our planet vibrationally, and each one has an attunement, a quality, a vibration to it that certain people will really appreciate, that it will inspire them, heal them, awaken them, create communities around them. So 
if you imagine that, and then you imagine that it's actually not coming from the sun, it's coming from the divine, the great one, the all, right? And it's coming to our planet to help humanity grow, be inspired, connect, heal, create a better world for each of us individually and for us collectively. And it also gives you, as an individual, a direct connection to the divine. So that when you feel that beam of energy, or like I call them, stream of consciousness, then you can be inspired and connect more easily with the divine, whatever you want to call the divine as a name. So are these um, streams of consciousness things that we have to consciously tap into, or are they affecting all of us at all times? Well, this is the fun thing. So humanity didn't even know they were happening until I I was able to reveal this, right, in in a specific way. But we've been bouncing in and out of these streams since humanity was basically on the planet. So we're, it, there isn't any lockdown, right? It's not like, oh, you're not involved enough to go into this stream. It's not like that at all. At each level of your being, you move to a higher and higher state. It's kind of like, you know, maturing as a person, right? And like I always joke with people, I'm really glad I didn't marry the first boy I ever kissed. <laughs> right? Like, right. I had a mindset, this is kindergarten, right? Like, now right. I'm older. Like, I have, my criteria is very different. Right. And, and I've grown as a person and as a spirit and everything else. So when you connect with a stream of energy, a stream of consciousness, you engage it at the level you are. But what happens is you're, uh, you're ab- available, to, and available meaning you don't have to. Right? It's not forced upon you. There's no lockdown system. You don't have to say open sesame, right? Because right. it's been here for us. They are created for all of humanity. It's just that there's certain streams that you may be more comfortable with or more inspired with or more curious with, and you didn't even know that you were actually resonating with that stream your whole life and maybe several past lives as well. Does that make now, sense? Would- Yes. Would would someone okay. uh, resonate with all twelve? You could. Okay. The thing is, it's it's what's wonderful about this that I really love is it's not exclusionary. Some people really do favor one way of viewing the world because the other thing about the streams is it allows you to view the world in a more um, cohesive manner. So that if you're resonating or inspired by one of the streams, you might feel that and look at the world through that lens. Now, all of these are beautiful, right? They're all, I'm going to make a joke, they're all designer glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So we all look great in them. We look out, it's beautiful. And one of us may be more comfortable resonating and feeling the energies and looking at the world through this particular perspective, and another one might not appreciate that, and they might look at the world in another way. The brilliance of this is through any or all of these streams of consciousness, you have a direct connection to the divine and a pathway to continue to grow, expand, evolve, heal, and open your perspective. And you can pick any or all of the strings. 
And when we pick the streams, we must be aware that they exist. Is that correct? Or are we picking them and not even realizing that we are? Yes, both. No. <laughs> no. And like, I know, isn't that good? <laughs> no, so yes. throughout humanity's lifetime, we were picking them and had no clue. That's why this book is so powerful for me, and, and to bring it out at this time in the world is really such a gift that I was able to do it. Because we have been resonating with and picking streams without even knowing it. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, I like that. I'm going to go that way. And you don't know what that way is, and you don't know why you picked it. And it feels comfortable and good and expanding. And you don't understand, like, the greatness of it or how you can participate in a bigger way. And you also don't necessarily understand that the other streams, people might be choosing those, and it might be um, that they're looking at it like this is the way to be. And they might be translating it like this is the only way to be and not recognizing how many different places spiritually, personally, universally that we can play, that we can experience all those different ways of being and create you know, a much happier personal life and a much more beautiful planetary life. Now, you say that this is an Alawashka book. Um, Alawashka is, um, is the form of consciousness. What is Alawashka? Okay. Thank you for asking. So Alawashka is a being that I channel, and she is a creation consciousness, and I'll explain that. So she is... The I just lost her. She got cut off. Okay. Sorry, you guys. Keep listening. She got somehow dropped. Okay. That's so weird. It dropped a few different calls. All right. Just hang on, guys. We're um, we're waiting for her to come back. We lost her in mid-sentence. <laughs> All right. We've got so much to talk about. I don't want to lose any time. Let's see what happened. I hope I didn't drop them. I don't. I didn't do it consciously, <laughs> or through one of the streams of consciousness. Um, come on, Lamari, let's come back. You know, it's really interesting. Um, if you've been listening to, pe- listening to me for a long time, that whenever I have um, a highly energetic being, a person that's connected on this show, very weird things happen. Um, sometimes there's interference. Um, sometimes there's a lack of connection. And I'm hoping that she can call back in because... Um, sometimes spirit interferes and I don't know what aspect of spirit that is I don't know if it's the energy of the person or if it is a alternate mindset a spirit with an alternate mindset that is preventing the information from coming out but I don't know um, 
Why she? Oh, there she is. Okay. In the middle of talking about creation. Oh, my gosh, Lamari, we <laughs> lost you. We dropped you. I don't know what happened. Okay, let's pick it up right where we left off. Okay. So to to go back into it, because I don't remember where we stopped, is <laughs> like if you imagine the divine wanting to create, but when we know that when we personally create, we have to focus on what we're creating and kind of ignore some other things around us. So the divine decided to create a consciousness that would create, and it could be in connection with that, but through those frequencies other things would be created. And so this is the being and the language that I channeled through, and that was the source of the information and inspiration for this book. And how long have you been channeling Alawashka? Ooh, in this lifetime? Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't really recognize that I was channeling until I was in my 20s because of the, you just – when you're born with healing gifts or intuitive gifts, you don't necessarily distinguish them from anything else about you. So I always had these marvelous conversations in my mind ever since I was a little girl. And it wasn't until other people started asking me questions and telling me stuff that I'm like, oh, okay. So you don't (laughs) think like that. And you don't have conversations with five different beings in your mind at the same time? Huh. I should research this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this has been going on probably your entire life. Yes. And um, in the beginning of the book, you talk about um, how great beings gathered energy along the path of their focus, and then their individual focus narrowed. As the, as it narrowed, they generated pathways related to their concentration. That is such a huge concept, um, and it's a little bit tough to grasp. Can you explain that? Oh, sure. Well, so um, if we put it in our context, right, then when you concentrate on something, you're focusing energy in that direction. Now, we may think as humans that we're just focusing our thoughts, but actually we're focusing everything about ourselves, our energy, our emotions, our perceptions, our thoughts, our intentions are all in that area of focus, that concentration mode. So when these great beings were looking in the world and they, they started like recognizing something, and I'll just use an analogy, they saw a star system and they started focusing on it out of curiosity and exploration. And then they started to notice that as they did that, certain things converged and became um, more focused, more intent. And then they started recognizing, oh, wow, I am creating this trail of energy, this focus, that while I recognize everything else is there, I'm really much more aligned with what I'm focusing on. And they did this more vibrationally than we would do as a thought process. But that's a really good way of being able to understand it. Okay. Because you can imagine what they could collect together when, you know, huge beings are focusing in. Now, we're talking about from the very, very beginning of, of time. Are we talking about before um, <clears throat> before Earth even formed? Or is, you know, was this something that's been out there um, 
before mankind even was even on this earth? Oh yes, definitely before mankind on this earth. And these great beings are very, very ancient. And so before we would really recognize half the stuff that's out here. But over time, they used their perception and focus to create these streams of energy to align certain things. And so we on planet Earth are blessed with their brilliance and their gift of giving us these streams of consciousness to bring a greater awareness to our, to our world and, our, and to us as individuals. Hmm. And is this something that's becoming stronger now um, as we are uh, going into a new dimension as humanity is changing? Is this something that more of us are, are tapping into? Yes, and, and this is the wonderful part. So the, the streams evolve as we evolve, right? And then we evolve as the streams evolve. Okay. So in this new time period, because we can see how much change is going on, then we have greater access to um, more beautiful transformation and awakening because of the streams that are there. And with my book and with being able to, you know, distinguish the different streams, then now we have access to, oh, I want to explore this. I've never thought of actually immersing myself in the beautiful frequencies of this stream or this energy or this field I would love to feel what that's like. What is my perspective? How do I see the world? How do I see myself? What in me gets resolved and healed? Because I didn't even know that my earth earth perspective was altering how I am as a soul being. And that's really powerful, especially for our times. Yeah, I mean, you say now is the time for many changes on Earth and many opportunities for change, and there are new energies, new frequencies coming into focus that can help awaken a greater connection to the divine for all people and beings. Um, So I think it would help if we talk about each um, stream of consciousness and what they're about. I think that would really help us to understand. And I know uh, there's the stream of purity, the stream of honor, compassion, neutrality, Harmony, beauty and grace, wisdom, truth, radiance, reciprocity, universality, and unity. So what is the stream of purity about? Okay, beautiful. So the stream of purity, when you think of pure energy, you think of something that's absolutely in its most pristine state, right? So that would be a focus. No added distractions, no energies that can change things. You want to know the beauty, the truth, the, um, the power of things. You want to be able to feel this really clear connection. And when you're looking at purity personally, right, and and anyone who's listening to this don't have a judgment on what purity is because it's not about that. It's about the pure essence. Think of it like pure gold. Pure gold is 24 carat. That's what you want in your life. You want pure love. You want pure happiness. You want pure connections. 
and these are like unchanging. And purity is also really immediate. So when you're resonating with the stream of purity, you're opening up things that were distractions and you're able to see them fall away. You're able to make choices that you recognize in your own being, wait, this is a distraction. This isn't part of who I am. This isn't part of what I perceive as the divine. I don't need to put that in here. And and you can focus on and celebrate your own essence, the clear resonance, resonance of the divine without judgments or distractions or anything else. You just have a clearer, purer view, and that energy also is flowing through you. So with purity, lots of things that we as individuals or groups of people would just not even notice, it comes to the surface, but then it can be released because we look at it and go, no, thank you. Wow. Um, and under <clears throat> under each stream you have, um, you have the stream and then you have the invocation of the stream. So with each stream there's a way to invoke it? Yes. And so what's, what is very, very different about this book from most books is that in, instead of simply describing what it's about, I have a whole section on how to invoke the stream, which means you, you have your own personal space, whether you've cleared it or meditated or done prayers or whatever it is, and then you do the invocation and you connect directly with the stream so that you can really experience it in a fullness that's right for you. Because the other thing that is amazing with the streams of consciousness is they meet you where you are. This isn't a blast of life that you're going to take five years to get used to. This is like it knows you. It goes, oh, my dear Randy, how are you? Let me show you this. Let me show you this. Open to this. Feel this, right? Right. So it's an embracing of you and an upliftment, and it's still the channel of, of divine connection. So we would want to try to invoke all of them and see which ones we connect best with, um, or do we... Okay, well, let's just go through them. <clears throat> yeah. So the second one is the stream of honor. And what is so, the stream of honor? So imagine the energies of honor. When we think of honor in our world right now, right, you want to like you want to have respect, appreciation, recognition. Those are qualities of honor. You look at someone when you honor someone or yourself, you are appreciating yourself, you're giving yourself due for your accomplishments, you're appreciating and recognizing and respecting that person, or yourself. So if you look at our world, I'll take it from the world view, right? How would you look at honoring the people around you? What would you do to honor them? And I'm not talking about statues or parties, right? But when you recognize the person in the supermarket next to you is doing whatever they can to have a good life for themselves and their family, then you can extend and understand to honor their path in life and honor your own path in life 
And then when you bring that forward and you bring that respect and appreciation and recognition and caring, all of a sudden things shift. You have a distinction that you're really being more attentive but also more generous. So it isn't just one thing about you. And if we looked at the world and we were actually able to resonate with the stream of honor and honor the people, whoever they were, for whatever they're doing, there would be such a shift in the people around you. Besides, a lot of them would be confused because no one's ever honored them before, right? Right, right. And, and they wouldn't know what to do about it. But then once it sunk in and they could see that that somebody they didn't even know was appreciating and, and respecting who they are, a lot of things would change in them. They would feel acknowledged, for their life. And how many so people true. Yeah. How many people actually feel acknowledged for their life? Not many. Not many. <laughs> no, unfortunately. <laughs> no. Unfortunately. But that's a beautiful a beautiful um consciousness. Uh and at the end of um the chapter you have the blessings of the stream of honor. Um Yes. And that's different than the invocation, right? Yes. So okay. in the book, the, the first when, the first part of the book, or the second part of the book actually, is the description of the streams. So it's telling you about the streams, each one individually. And then after the description of the stream, we give you a blessing. So we open you to the blessing of the stream. You're not invoking it, but you're receiving blessings. Okay. And right through the book, you actually are. So when you read the blessing, you're receiving the blessing. There isn't okay. anything you need to do but read it. Okay. All right. So <laughs> then the next one is the stream of compassion. So how many of us are actually compassionate with ourselves? <laughs> That's a hard one. Oh, my gosh. In the work that I do, um, not many. Right. So imagine, just individually, imagine being compassionate with yourself and not like placating yourself. Poor honey, no, 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 it's not that. It's like really feeling how you are being in the world and accepting yourself for who you are and then allowing yourself. Oh, my gosh, she dropped again. I don't know. Oh, I don't know why she keeps dropping. So I'm going to read this to you while we're waiting. Um, The stream of neutrality. Oh, that was not neutrality. We were talking about compassion, weren't we? Okay, let's see what that says. Okay, the stream of compassion is an oscillating wave of divine frequency that reveals a direct experience and recognition of the interconnection of all things in the divine. This awakens and opens many profound vibrational levels of understanding, generosity, and perception, and creates a clear appreciation of the interconnection of all things in the divine. When a person enters and resonates with the stream of compassion, the true interrelatedness of the divine and individual connection and its reverberations generates understanding Empathy, kinship, and humanity. The stream of compassion 
brings an immediate experience of the relatedness and reciprocity of the divine in the all. Those who have experienced the stream of compassion are heartful, generous, and feel genuine community. They know and celebrate their divine connection with all beings and all life. And let me read the um, the blessing of this one is the blessings of the stream of compassion. May you open to the flows of compassion, love, and relatedness in the world. May you reveal, receive, may you receive heartfelt consideration, thoughtfulness, kindness, and goodwill. May you see, know, feel, and participate in interconnected, interrelated, shared understanding. May you become a vessel for divine interrelatedness and understanding. And the next one we're going to talk about when Lamari comes back is the stream of neutrality. And um, when a person enters and resonates with the stream of neutrality, the true clarity of each aspect of the divine and creation is revealed. The stream of neutrality brings an immediate experience of the relatedness, interdependence, and reciprocity of the divine and the awe. Um, The energy patterns... Let's see if this is her. I think my vibrations are bouncing off the universe. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know, I was was telling everybody before, yes, your energy is so powerful that... um, it's like too much for Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> you keep cutting out. Okay, so we've moved on. I read a little more about compassion. Let's talk about the stream of neutrality. Okay, so neutrality, what's fascinating about neutrality is it accepts everything and judges nothing. So it is like a neutral state of being, meaning that chocolate is good, coffee is good, salad is good, pizza is good, they're all good. Nothing is better than anything else. They're all fabulous. Of course, that's a silly way of looking at it, but it's easy. (laughs) Okay. But when you're looking at neutrality, you are having a central focus. So it's not like you're looking at this is better than this, these people are bad, these people are good, this language is good, this language is bad, this way of being is good, this God is good, blah, 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 blah. You're not doing that. You're coming from a really neutral, clear, independent kind of space so that you're not judging. You actually feel really and truly that everything is important and everything is valuable, and nothing is bigger and better and more deserving than anything else. So if you look at things from that perspective, and you look at that energy, then you have like a centered perspective. You can see all of the different things going around you. You notice that doesn't mean you don't choose this and that because it, it may be better for you, but you don't think it's better for the scheme of things. So you're not looking at dominating, controlling, being subservient, judging something as better or worse or anything else. You are looking at the beautiful essence of everything and and looking at it and, and realizing that they all are really equal. 
and you can be really neutral in your perspective of it and appreciate them all. And for some of us, that would be really challenging. Oh, but my gosh, also, yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. And yet, if you can resonate with this stream, even if it's not a stream like you look at it and go, oh, please, I don't think I'll ever get there. <laughs> right? But when right. you connect with the stream and you start to feel the vibrations and the energy and the teachings, and because it does it um, in subtle ways or dramatic ways, depending on how you play, right? All of a sudden, you can look at things and, and go, whoa. I just realized they looked at this, this, and normally I have an attitude about that. Actually, I don't. <laughs> so when That's we align ourselves, so, so this happens when we align ourselves with the stream? Yes. Hmm. Amazing. And some people, like some people reading the book, because I have actually put frequencies in the book. So as you read just the descriptions, you may already feel changes. Because it's changing your perspective and it's changing your energy. When you read it, you are agreeing to that. So this is not forced on anybody. We don't play that way. Okay. But that's but cool. Then, okay. When you uh-huh. yeah, and then when you go to the invocations, now you're consciously activating that for yourself. Okay. All right. So yeah, I want to. I want to try to get through all yep. of these. Um, okay. And as I'm reading these, I'm thinking to myself, well, this reminds me a little bit of life themes. And um, and the reason that that jumped into my mind is because the next one is the stream of harmony. And I know that that is one of my life themes, harmony. Um, so have you related this to themes, or is it just very, very different well, than that? No, tell me what those are. Okay, so, yeah, there's different things like, um, you know, what you're here to do, what your um, general purpose is. um, And I think there's there's two different things, and I I, I don't want to elaborate too much because I'm not going to say the right thing, but I know that for me, this life, in particular, is about harmony for me. Harmony is something Mm -hmm. that is extremely important to me. So Mm -hmm. when I see the stream of harmony, I'm like, okay, my ears perk up, and I want to know more. (laughs) So, so, okay, well, let's talk about it, the stream of harmony. Well, and that's perfect because, yes, that would be one way of describing a person who could be you (laughs) resonating with the stream of harmony. Okay. Okay, which would also mean that if you invoke and resonate with the stream and play there, you will experience more harmony and you will also create more harmony. Mm. Okay. So now harmony, was, I mean, I think these are all brilliant, so if I say what's brilliant about this one, just, you know, have... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, just go with it, right? Because Okay. So harmony is a collaboration. So harmony is a whole bunch of things coming together, sounding beautiful. It's cooperative. It's distinction, being able to see the different pieces and embrace all of them. So you can see the relatedness. You can see the collaboration, the interconnection of all of these different things 
and you can see that there's a synchronicity to it. There is um, a way that things flow and come together that you can really appreciate and recognize and recognize the differences and celebrate them because in harmony, the differences create a beautiful connectivity, singularity, relationship, right? If we're looking at a symphony orchestra, which is really easy to see, right, there's tons of instruments there. They're all playing different notes, and they're all playing them at different times. And yet when you sit in that room, it is breathtaking that the flutes come in and the violins come in and then they get softer and then the oboe comes in and then it gets softer and then you're hearing the drums and the piano and the trumpets and all that different stuff coming together. Every single note is a different note. Harmony is all different notes playing together. Mm. And when you're resonating with the stream of harmony, you're actually appreciating the differences. And creating and looking at ways to bring those differences together in a greater, more beautiful whole instead of isolating the pieces because you don't know how they fit. Does that sound like where you're playing? I think so. I think I think so. <laughs> I'm going to play more there and uh, explore it. The stream of beauty and grace. What is that one? Oh, oh this is so wonderful because it is like if you look at the um, the infinity sign, you know how it goes back and forth, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Beauty is something that we see as something outside of ourselves or inside of ourselves that inspires us and illuminates us and moves us. And then grace is the feeling we get once we've experienced beauty. So, like, when you experience beauty, it's, oh, and then it's, oh. (laughs) It's... (laughs) It's it's like that, like you're inspired, and then you receive that beauty, and then it's a state of grace. When you're looking at the world like that, when you're experiencing it from yourself, you start to be able to see more beauty in the world. A lot of times, unfortunately for us as humans, we don't get to see half of what we're seeing. We're distracted. We're not present to everything that's beautiful around us. And this is a pretty beautiful planet. And most of the people around us actually have a lot of beauty within them. And we don't necessarily see it or recognize it. But there's different aspects of beauty. But when you look at it, it's like beauty inspires us. Whatever you think of as beauty inspires you. Whether it's the star constellations at night, a butterfly flying in front of you, you know, your lover's eyes when they look at you and you, uh, right? Right. It's like that's the beauty. So imagine us looking at our world just as individuals and seeing so much more beauty around us, being able to pay attention to it and then share it Mm -hmm. and come together in beauty and grace. What changes would that make? Can you imagine if people looked at you and you and and they really saw you as beautiful? You know, every and every one of these um, would really—it just would change humanity. It would change the planet. It would change everything. Um, it's 
All right, well, let's move on because um, I don't want to <laughs> run out of time. The stream, <laughs> the stream of wisdom. Oh, the stream of wisdom. This is this is like fascinating, okay? Because we have wisdom. Wisdom is knowing and recognition and understanding and appreciation and and also a sense of revelation because when when you receive wisdom or when you're part of wisdom, there's something awakening and and revelation oriented that like opens you up and go, whoa. Like this chunk of wisdom and understanding and knowing came into your being. When you look at the stream of wisdom, it is appreciating all of the streams, all of the wisdoms of our planet, the wisdoms of individuals. You can go to like ancient memories of tribes that may or may not even be on this planet anymore ancient wisdom of crops, ancient wisdom of how we can connect with each other and create relationships. And so people who resonate with the stream of wisdom actually appreciate the studies, the rituals, the sacredness of things, and they appreciate that so that when they're looking in the world and they see wisdom, because they will see wisdom everywhere, then they're expanding how we can receive wisdom. And wouldn't it be wonderful to really feel that wisdom within yourself? Because most of us don't get that one either. We look to other people for wisdom but not necessarily to our own inner wisdom. True. True. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The stream of truth. Uh, Truth. Okay. Truth without... Um, so I'm going to say this, don't think of lies, which, of course, as soon as I say that, you will. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We won't. But, you we know, won't, like I people, promise right, we go won't. Into, no, yeah, don't go into the polarity. Imagine truth as a core, pristine connection and understanding. It's clear. It's pers- perceptive. It is absolutely rings true like the true note, like true love. You know when it's true. It's basic, and yet it's really expansive at the same time. And it brings real clarity, and it also helps you understand something that's really primary, something that's really singular, right? So you can really perceive truth. So when we're thinking of the stream of truth and people in our world resonating with truth, a lot of the conversations, a lot of the things that are out there that are confusing would not be able to resonate if you're in the stream of truth. You would look at it and go, what? No. No. Whether we're talking about the systems outside of ourselves where we start to recognize, yeah, this is propaganda, this isn't truth but also within yourself, like opinions you have about yourself, um, past assumptions that you have about yourself because someone else said it and you went, whoa, wait, oh my gosh, that's not true. My true being is luminous and loving and happy and, and, and that other stuff is like, well, it's not truth. So imagine what a person would be like to be able to, to be in that place and, and be that clear about themselves. Doesn't everyone have their own truth? 
like doesn't everyone see because we all see life through a different lens and so what would be true for one person would not necessarily be true for another how would that yes. relate to this mm-hmm. well and 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 so that would be your perspective on your truth okay and then there would be things where we could again you're just using like an everyday example we could say the truth is everybody breathes because we all do. Now, some people are breathing pollution and some people are breathing clear air. And if you breathe pollution, it's going to taint your lungs. And if you breathe clear air, it won't. So how you actually interpret truth starts to become opinion. But once you move into resonating with the truth, the real truth of you, then some of the things that you think are truth are actually opinions. You can let them go and you shine even brighter. Hmm. Okay. So it helps us to discern opinion from truth. Yes. And just think if you could, you know, eliminate, I mean, just if each of us could eliminate 30% of the opinions we had about ourselves and shine in our own truth. <laughs> oh, my gosh, again. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This would be such a magical place to live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if only, Lumari, if only. <laughs> okay, um, so the next one, let's see. Okay, the stream of radiance. Oh, radiance is illuminating things. So it really is shining forth, being being a light, opening and growing and embracing and You're shining, and you have loving, caring, focused energy, and you're also sharing the brilliance of the divine through you. And with that, what happens is you can actually be a blessing. You are anyway, but it's more a perception that you can actually be a conduit. You can share that generosity, the light, the joy, the freedom, and it's a perspective of wholeness. And at the same time, you're able to see different things and shine lights on them and then shine your own light as well. And it really is an amazing thing because we often are afraid or embarrassed to actually shine the light, to be able to blend our wisdom and our caring and our love and our understanding and just shine it forward. And and however you think of radiating, whether it's radiating energy, whether it's an action you take, whether you acknowledge somebody else's beautiful transformation, it's a way to be. That's a shift for all of us. Another another really beautiful way to live. Um, okay, the stream of reciprocity. Oh, this is fun. Okay. So... <laughs> The stream of reciprocity, because, like, some people will be confounded, right? Everything relates to everybody else. Everything influences everybody else. That's how it is. So when you wake up in the morning and you go, oh, I love you, sunshine, that energy flows across the whole world. Now, I'm not saying everybody's going to hear your voice, but that beauty and of your energy is flowing and people are receiving it and it flows back to you so when you're looking at it 
You can feel the generosity, the connection with other people, um, the beauty of people, your relationship with people. And you can also feel and know that everything relates to and corresponds to something else. What you do influences other people. What other people do influences you. And when you lift it above cause and effect and you move it into reciprocity like a gracious giving and receiving and openness, then the energy flows in a way where you're connecting, you're, you're receiving people, you feel mutuality, you can understand a person's circumstances and be able to have a companionship, be able to feel the complementary forces, and all of a sudden you do not feel separated or alone. Hmm. Amazing. This stream of universi- universality... Yes. So now that we've come through things that may seem a little more personal, the universality is understanding everything as a collective, that each piece is important and it's important in a a higher way, that every person um, is part of the relationship with the divine and every aspect is just an unlimited connection with the divine. And so it is universal, meaning you don't see the same kind of separation that you would. You really feel that there's a deeper connection with everybody that we are all creating this together. And while some of the other streams are like this too, this the stream of universality is like you feel like you are part of humanity. You are part of this planet. You are part of the divine. And you can feel that energy that is, it's, there's a wholeness about it. There's a vastness about it. You feel, you look at it and it's like, yeah, we are all connected here. And isn't that a good thing? It's not like it's an intellectual thing. It's a celebrational thing. You're really happy that you can look and see, oh, wow, yes, we're all walking on the same street. Isn't that cool? Okay, let's, yeah, we're running out. Okay, yeah. let's go to the stream oh, of sorry. unity. Because then I want to, no, don't be sorry. This is fascinating <laughs> stuff, but it, it, we, we have limited time. That's the only problem. Yeah, okay, the stream of unity. So unity is we are all one. And person resonating with the stream of unity knows that and feels that, and they don't feel a separation. They feel connected. They don't look at other people around them and say, yeah, but that's you and this is me. They actually recognize that every single person on this planet is part of the planet, part of the whole, part of the universe, and it creates a oneness. And so... That cohesive energy, first you obviously you feel connected, but also you feel inspired because everywhere you look, you're part of the whole. And they are part of you. And this is like just a higher space of being for everybody. And every single one of the streams has a different perspective, a different energy, a different attunement, and they all take you to that place of divine connection with your soul and the divine, and ways to be more you and have a more joyful, fulfilling spiritual life. So when we're in the stream, do we feel the totality of the stream, 
or is it something that's cumulative that we need to um, <clears throat> be conscious of staying in that stream in order to develop it into its entirety, into the the um, benefits, the entirety of the benefits? Well, now, sometimes people move into a stream and they really become illuminated with the stream. It's like they almost ingested the whole thing at once. It will take adapting to if you do that. And some people move into the stream and it's, it becomes a way of life. So if we were talking earlier about the stream of harmony, each time you move into the stream of harmony, you may have been resonating with it. Now you recognize, oh, I want to play here. Now I know what it is. And then every time you connect, it gets bigger, more expansive. You see a different perspective. You continue to grow for however long you want. And you can still connect with any of the other streams if they intrigue you. Okay. So we want like to... Like you get to play in all the parties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to do this. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm excited to play in the streams. <laughs> I'm going to put my, my boots on and splash around in the streams. <laughs> well, and Randy, what's really great about this is when people buy the book, you can also go online to um, cosmicstreams.com. When you put the purchase code in there, there's three free gifts that you get. Oh, a, a, okay. Yes. So there is... Uh, a joy meditation, it's an audio meditation, and it just brings you into a state of joy. Then there is resonating with your soul, which is a longer teaching and training to help you be in sync with your soul and resonate there. And then I have an activations journal. So as you read the book, and it's a PDF, so you can print it or type in however you like. As you go through the book, there are places to take notes, there are prompts and questions to ask you how you feel about this so that as you're experiencing the book and the streams, you have a place to write your inspirations and then reflect back on them. Because sometimes we go into those higher states and we come back and go, wow, that was cool, but what was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's amazing. So um, say that website again where we find that. So you, it's cosmicstreams.com. Okay. And is that your website? That is um, a quick website to go to uh, for just the downloads after you purchase the book. But my website is lumari.com, and then you can click on it, and you can go to Streams of Consciousness, and there will be a video of the book and ways to purchase it, et cetera, there too, and the downloads. And also so ways, to places. And ways to consult with you as well? Yes. Yes, definitely. <clears throat> okay. And um, and where is this Streams of Consciousness book available? So it's available on all the different Amazon sites right now. It's available in paperback. It will soon be available as an e-book, and then later on it will also be available as an audiobook. Oh, good. And there will okay. be courses and everything coming too. Really? Oh, so you're yeah. really going to expand on this. Yes. That's wonderful. Uh, yeah, and and just imagine what it would be like, you know, as a group of people coming together, each of us experiencing the streams together. Some of them maybe your your kind of home stream, right? And then you start to see the different streams, how other people play in it. I think it's going to be a blast, and <laughs> definitely make differences. <laughs> yes, 
it was it, this this could, this is such a game changer for humanity. Um, and so you know, and that's why I I love to bring you know I, I wanted to bring this um, to my listeners because I try to bring things that they are never aware of, but that can enhance their life experience. And this is this yeah. goes way above enhancement. <laughs> this is a game changer. So. Um, oh, Randy, I really appreciate you saying that. And and I've actually had people say to me that they meditate just holding the book. Wow. And they feel the energies and healings and that, that as they're reading, they feel healing and changes in themselves and recognize things they've been holding on to that they can just let go of in the moment, which is just gorgeous. So powerful. Now, did you, um, did you write this or did you um, channel this? It's a collaboration. So when I channel, I receive the information, but then I have conversations. Well, what does this mean? Well, how do we say that in a different way? So it's like I'm having a conversation, but I'm also channeling it at the same time. Oh, okay. Well, that helps. It helps to have that person right there for for reference. (laughs) It's not like you have to go to Google. You just go right to uh, Alawashka, and there's that information. How handy. How handy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> so, Lamari, it's, it's been wonderful. I'm so happy to have met you and um, learned about you and learned about the streams of consciousness. And I know that my listeners will really embrace this um, because we all want to be better, feel better, do better. And this is certainly the way. It's um you're you're giving us the, the the path to all the things that we wish for. So I I do thank you for that, and I thank Alawashka for the inspiration behind this. Oh, Randy, thank you, and thank you for sharing this with your with your family online and and <laughs> opening this for everybody. And you know the brilliance of you as a healer is being able to open to new things because a lot of times people favor what they do and they're not open to new and powerful things, and you bringing this forward is a bigger, bigger, bigger gift. So I oh. really appreciate that. And oh, you. It's, yeah, thank you. It's been my pleasure. I appreciate you too. Thank you. Well, um, have a wonderful day. Let me know as, as this progresses, and maybe we'll do some more stuff on it, okay, some more shows or whatever. As you I would love it. Yeah, just um, just let me know, you know, what what your next step is with this, and we'll and we'll talk about it, okay? Fantastic. Thank you so much. Bless you. Bless everybody. Thank you. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you. So we are out of time today, but if you have any comments or questions about today's show, you can email me at loveyourlife at randyfine.com. May joy and serenity always be yours. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.